Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's the Tired and Tested Podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and nits a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realising that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. So welcome to officially episode one of the Tired and Tested podcast with me, Sophie McCartney, and Lisa with the French. Hello, Lisa with the French. Hello. Oh my God, we're back again. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> This is fun, babes, isn't it? I quite like our little podcast adventures. I know, I get excited. I know. What are we um, going to well, talk I, about? What are we going to talk about? Um, and we have got our tequila this week as well, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do a little a little shot. At what point do we think we do a little shot? Do we do a little shot now? I think maybe to like loosen the vocal range? Or do we I agree, wait? I agree. Should we do it now? No, no, no. Should, we just, get it out? Should we just get it over and done with? Yeah. Just like, yeah. rip the plaster yeah. off. Right. What are you drinking, Luce? What you got? This is the Patron that you sent me. Ah, um, so I feel like I'm sponsored by your good self for anything yes. that comes out of my mouth. It's also your fault. So here we go. <laughs> well, what I also you, have. What are you tra- drinking? I, I, you might have sent me this. I think, to be fair, not that we are each other's problems in any way. Hang on, I'm going to pull the cork. Ready? <gasps> and mine. Oh, oh, right. Okay, little cheeky. Is yours a double or a single? I mean, mine is a massive shot glass, but you know. I need to add a, a little um, precursor to this that um, I am a little bit of a fitness wanker now, and as are you. Um, and <laughs> I haven't had my dinner yet. Um, I've had a piece of salmon at about two o'clock and three pieces of broccoli. Then I did legs. I did legs today. Um, and my tequila is technically my protein shake. What could possibly go wrong? Okay, I've just had. I've just seen the size of your shot. So I see you. Oh, should I pour no, a bit no, of no, that? No, oh, you're raising. I'm raising. I'm, I'm raising myself to. Uh, oh, yours was tiny. No, but it's a big fat glass, right? Babe, right there. That's more like, it, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, I think I should pour a bit. No, 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 no. We don't do that. We don't oh, do okay. That. Right. No. And um, I don't have a lemon, so I'm going to be swigging from a Tescan, <laughs> Tesco, Tescan. Oh God, hasn't even hit yet. We're going to be swigging from a Tesco lemon juice zingy bottle. <laughs> reserved for pancake day and cleaning the microwave after I've cooked fish. You're not meant to throw that out after three days. Who does that? Who throws those things out after three days of opening? Never. I mean, everyone that's got one of those in their fridge has had it for four years. Oh, Um, my God. I I haven't got lime, so I've got little segments of orange. Oh, my gosh. Nice. That's dead classy, that. Which I feel like is a thing. It is a thing. Do you know what else is a thing? Somebody Mm. told me. Um, Apparently, after you do your shot, you should do a shot of pineapple juice. And do you know what it's called? A Craig David. A Craig David, yes, my cousin's told me about that before. She said she had a Craig David hangover. And I don't know why that would be. I don't know either. Yeah. It took me for a drink on, no, not got anything to do with I that I was song. projectile vomiting by Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe that was it. We missed the lyric. Right, you got your song. Right. Yes, I have. Right, so we're going to lick, we're going to shoot, we're going to suck, or in my case, swig. Yes, we're gonna exactly. Right. Okay. okay, right. Okay, okay. Let's go. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, babes. Happy. Cheers, babes. Tuesday. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Che
Oh! Oh, wow. <laughs> I spilled it all down my boobs. Oh, God, the lemon juice was worse than the tequila. Oh, no, do you know what? <laughs> it's with an orange. It's not nice with Tesco <laughs> lemon juice from a bottle. <laughs> Craig David! Where are you when David. I need it? Craig David! Uh, oh my god uh, apologies to anyone that's like just woken up and listening to this first thing while they're making their coffee in the breakfast oh but you know uh, it's five um, o'clock somewhere also i'm very much happy so um lisa and i aren't meant to be drinking at the moment so we both have the same personal trainer <laughs> and um he's got us on a, a shh, he's got us on like a special <laughs> nutrition plan and workout oh. regime mm. and i'm pretty sure that tequila I mean, I haven't looked at fine print, but I'm pretty sure tequila's not on there. But I am working on the assumption here that Bradley's not listening. I don't, think yeah, I don't, I don't really I, think this I is Bradley's bag. I, I don't think this is Bradley's thing. I don't think this is Bradley's bag. Um, so I think that we're safe. I, I think that we're safe. Maybe we should get him on one week. No, because then we won't be able to drink tequila. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. Maybe in January. We'll do dry January with him. How about that? yeah okay um if we get him on right so Luce and I every week what we have to do with Bradley right is we have to send <laughs> we have to send right semi-nude pictures of ourselves um to, to Brad to Bradley and Bradley is like a 29 year old Adonis I'm just putting it out there um and we have to send pictures of ourselves <laughs> in hot pants and I'm my mum was like who's this man who's this man that you're sending pictures of yourself to I was like steady mom I don't think Bradley's sitting there looking at me in my Marks and Spencer's granny pants like tapping one out <laughs> 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 mind you so look, look at her c-section yeah. pouch oh <laughs> Stop it. No, I have to say that you do look fire. And now that's what the kids oh. are. You look fire. Uh, oh, thanks, babe. To be fair, you, I've, my, Jez has got you to thank. Because when I'm looking hot, it's because... You, you always look hot. You are definitely a good influencer. You look banging now. I look an absolute mess. I look like a sweaty cocker spaniel. Like, <laughs> uh, that's currently my... <laughs> Sticks of tequila. This is tequila. So yeah. So if we get if we get Bradders on right, because we have to send him on new pictures. I think it's only fair that if we get him on, he has to sit here in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> just for us. Just. Just and for Brad- us. And then maybe we just get him to do some. I don't know lunges. <laughs> I mean, I don't lunge for him on my pictures. Do you lunge for him oh, on I, your pictures? On all my pictures, no. But he does make me do quite a few lunges. On like <laughs> Um, when I have to take the pictures of myself, I get my ring light out. <laughs> I do mine. You look absolutely <laughs> stunning. You do a full face of glam. I don't. I don't. To be fair, I don't do a full face of glam. Well, you, okay. Semi. Just, just day to day, day to day makeup. Uh, whereas I do mine after a workout with my hair scraped back, and I just balance my phone on the windowsill, and it's really bad angle looking up. But as I go, as I get more look like you, I'm going to raise it. I'm going to raise the phone up to get a better angle, so it's going to be even more extreme before and after. <laughs> oh, always take from above, babe. Always take from oh, above. Steve's like, Steve's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just. Um... <laughs> Just taking, just taking some pictures of myself, and he's like, "Have you shaved your legs?" I was like, "No." And he's like, "Have you done a bikini line?" Have you sprayed perfume? <laughs> I live, I live in fear. Now, I don't think that Bradley's going to do this, but I live in fear of him maybe zooming in on my crotch, and like I've just got bush hanging out. 
And again, I do, I've never met him and I probably never will meet him. But I can't cope with the fact that he might zoom in and see my bush. So yeah, I currently make more of an effort for Brad than I do yeah. for my husband. Sosti. Yeah. Sosti. Yeah. And it was his birthday this week as well. I know, he's hit the big four zero, the big 40. Um, I've been taking a lot of joy in the fact that I'm not there yet. <laughs> I know, because I, I was at Because your husband's a bit older than you. Okay, yes, he? he's ancient. He's, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's 45 this year. He's 45. 45. So I've always looked at him uh, as, as much, much older. Um, but yeah, my was at 40th as well. I was invited to Steve's, but sadly couldn't make it. Mm, she, she didn't, she didn't want to come. Let's not talk about that. It's not awkward. Um, you, you chose, you chose your fancy friend who had her fortieth in like Mayfair and paid for it all over coming to in my garden. Yeah, but no, it's actually because she organised her sister organised her fortieth a long time ago, and you watched started organising Steve's about ten days ago. <laughs> Um, can I just say, can I just point out, for me, that is a long time ago. That is, okay. Steve's mum, like Steve's mum could not cope with me. She was like having proper anxiety. She's like, Sophie, have you sorted the caterer? And I was like, Amanda, I've got like eight days already. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to put a call out on social media and see if anybody's free. She was just like twitching in a corner. Just, yeah, just couldn't cope. So, right, I um, I made, I bulk made batches of cocktails. Now, the problem with this is um, I am good at lots of things in life, okay? I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to big myself up if it comes to the written word, the spoken word. That's my jam. Tell you what I'm not very good at. Numbers and calculations, just in general. <laughs> Ratios, massive problem. <laughs> and so I was having to adapt a margarita recipe that was for maybe did three or four or something and I had to adapt that to say 50 I had these massive big decanters and well I think at one point when I was on my fourth bottle of Sierra tequila I was tipping it (laughs) no wonder nobody could see at the end of the night so one of my friends came up to me she'd had two she and it was half past eight in the evening she'd had two and she came up to me and she went Sophie I've just seen two of Debbie. And I was like, oh, that's not good. My other friend had four and she was slut dropping against the pear tree. <laughs> that was nine. That was nine o'clock. That was nine o'clock. I was like, oh God, maybe I, maybe I did something wrong with the marks. And um, there was, there was quite a lot of debauchery. There was, it was, yeah, it, by, I would say mm, 10 o'clock. Like things had gone to shit. Like, and, and it wasn't Steve or any of his mates because they were all drinking the beer. It was all my friends who'd been on the cocktails. It's like I'd spiked them. And and some someone was sick in a bush on the way home. Like it was it was it was like kicking it back to house parties when you were a teenager. Did you do house parties as a teenager? Yeah, I wasn't allowed them at my house. I never did it at my house because I, I went to house parties and I saw what happened to people's houses. Oh, I did go to one though. And I, um, and I remember, God, this, I remember going to one house party and it was after, it was like a house party that happened after going to the awful club in Berwick where I'm from we went to Bedrocks which was it was awful but it was brilliant um and then we went back to somebody's parents house I don't know where his mum was but we ended we were really drunk and somebody ended up and I think it was the guy whose house it was ended up with his head going through the wall so the next morning when we were all like oh my god what happened and there was a massive 
all in the wall. Like, I'm not talking. It was like a plasterboard wall and like oh a full. Why is Rock's forehead completely caved in? <laughs> I don't know, but it was really funny. Do you know what? Some of the things that I got, well, we collectively would have got up to as teenagers. And I am dreading, absolutely dreading my kids getting to that age because we would go to house parties. I remember vividly uh, because it knocked me out for a week. I had to pretend to my mum and dad that I had the flu and I was in bed for a week. Uh, I drank a bottle, a fucking bottle of Malibu straight through a straw because if you drank it through a straw as well, it also got you more shit faced. I don't know why. Oh my God, throw a straw. Um, and I would, li- I, I would lie to my parents and I'd tell them I would be in different places to where I actually was. And I was reminiscing the other day with my friends. So we would tell, but we would just all have a system and we would tell the other one's parents that we were staying at the other person's house. And so nobody knew where we are. And if it was days before mobile phones and everything... And we went to a nightclub. I still, oh my God, I hope my parents don't listen to this because I still haven't told them about this like 30 <laughs> years later. <laughs> we went to, um, I told them that I was staying at my friend Lucy Sharp's house and we didn't. We all got in one of my other friend's cousin's cars. We didn't know this man. He was about 20. We were, I think, 15. He drove us to a nightclub. There was a, there was a nightclub in Liverpool and it was in the arse end of nowhere. Uh, and it was called The Paradox. One, two, three, the paradox, the place to be. That was a radio advert. Sounds amazing. It was amazing. Uh, Arse end of nowhere. I just remember driving through like fields and things to get there with this random lad in a car who had this car of underage girls getting in. First off, we got in. I know Mm. we got into this nightclub. My mum thought I was like staying at my mate's house watching Sister Act on VHS. And I'm there potentially in a kidnap scenario, living my best life with like four bottles of hooch. And yeah, just it's terrifying. Hooch, I know, it was absolutely terrifying. You know, when you look back at it and I just think, you know what, I'm I'm locking my kids in cellars. That's just uh, that's just the way that we're going to go. And I'm going to have tracking devices on them. Yeah, tracking devices and cellars. But was so did Steve get a little bit merry on then on the at the party? He did, but he wasn't too bad actually. He was he was he, I think he wanted to work the room slash garden a bit, so he so he said he wasn't going to get absolutely mullered. So he was tipsy. He was a he was a pleasant drunk. He wasn't like a disowning drunk. Like sometimes he like you know what it's like when blokes get really drunk. I just can he be dealing with him, man? No, can he no, be dealing? No. But he was a good drunk. He was a good yeah. drunk. You see, I'm quite lucky because Jez is not a massive boozer. Um, which is great because we there needs to be it's like we say Steve and I are like the the kind of the loose cannons and you and Jez are like the more sensible partners. I always say that uh, we should do a husband swap, shouldn't we? Can you imagine what would go down? <laughs> no pun intended. If Steve uh, and I be dead, <laughs> and Jez and I would be here. sitting there going, "Told them, told them." <laughs> Oh my goodness, we'd probably be homeless. Um, yeah, Jess and I'd be yeah. having a lovely early night together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slippers on. Oh, God, yeah. And a hot cocoa. <laughs> anyway, so it's the big foro for us next year, isn't it? How are you feeling about the big foro? I'm not going to handle it. I'm not going to handle it well. And I know, do you know what, right? I know that there is a, a thought process of being, do you know what? Like age is a, it's an honour, it's a blessing. 
I, I am not going to go quietly into the night. I am going to go like screaming and shouting with a full on mental, bro- like, complete breakdown on the situation. Because I didn't like turning 30. I had a real wobble at 30. Mm. Oh, no. No. And do you know know what it is to 40 for me? Um, 20 years away from 60. That's, I think, what... what Yeah, if you look at it like that, I mean, that's where I'm at. How to depress yourself. I have got, like, a lot of my good friends are now 40 plus. And I look at them and I'm like, they don't seem 40. Like, they don't seem it. So I feel like we're in a new era. I tell you what makes me feel so much better babes about turning 40 do you want to know i know i know what you're gonna say i know what you're gonna say jennifer fucking lopez dance the night away she's amazing isn't she jesus i mean she might have money and she might have spent it on surgery but fuck me she knows how to spend her money because she looks i can't wait to be 54 54 you know if i'm gonna look like that at 54 give it to me i'm happy i feel like i have spent most of my adult life but trying to look like JLo. Do you know what I mean? Like always thinking, I'd I'd love to look, I'd love to look like JLo. And I did actually think at one point, you know, when she's 50 and I'm still in my 30s, at that point, I'm going to look better than JLo. It still hasn't fucking happened. You can keep She's going to be 80. And I know she's going to be 80 and she's still going to look better than me. She's like 20 years older than me. And do you know who else? And I know this might be controversial, controversial, um, because they are Marmite, aren't they? But the Kardashian sisters, like Kim is 43, maybe, and absolutely banging. Yeah. Chloe's late 30s. I'd be perfectly happy. Yeah. Do you know what? Whenever I'm doing my like hour long cardio... Cheers, Brad. Uh, whenever I'm doing that, I watch the Kardashians <laughs> because it just keeps me going. I'm like, Cute. looking at Chloe. Chloe, I think, has got the best bod. Chloe, Chloe has come like a dark horse and has come from behind, hasn't she? And yeah. she has just outdone them all. Chloe's my favorite Kardashian. Absolutely. Also, who would you rather go on a night out with? Chloe. Oh, Chloe, any day of the week. Chloe, Chloe is the kind of girl who's always got your back. She is your girl, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She mm-hmm. is the fun one. She is the one who's going to bitch slap somebody for you if they get mm-hmm. all up in your face. She, She's going to be your ride or die, isn't she? She is. I would she love is. to be friends with Chloe Kardashian. I want to be friends yeah. with Chloe as well. Go do that. Go yeah. make that happen somehow. I, I don't know how to do that in a no. way that's not going to get me arrested. Well, you know. <laughs> it's that what is it that um the the how many you know when you say like five levels of oh the what's it again it's the kevin is it the kevin it's like the kevin bacon like the five levels of sound. like everybody can get themselves back to kevin bacon if they try hard enough is it kevin bacon is it the five something like the five degrees of separation i think that's, that's, that's it that's it yeah that's, that's, that's the yeah, one yeah, yeah. and how, all right how can we get back to chloe kardashian and the five degrees <sighs> of separation um i am on instagram Yes, good. That's 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 that's, uh, that, that's a start. Okay. I mean, he's got about I... seventy million followers. You've got not mm, that many. I've, but, I've got know. like twelve. <laughs> um, I I've got a blue tick. I've got a I've got a blue tick. Yeah, but you know you can buy blue Chloe's ticks. Got these a... days. You can buy blue ticks, can't <laughs> you? Mine's not bought, babes. <laughs> no, mine's yours not bought. Mine's, mine's no. I think I got. I think I got mine after. Um, I got new. new <laughs> I got news coverage um for jack sabotaging my good morning britain television interview that is to be fair that is a golden 
piece of television. If you've not seen it, go onto YouTube and and have a look at Sophie. Well, no, you don't even. All, all you actually need to do is type into Google five-year-old boy sabotages mother's live television interview and you'll find it quite quickly it still exists it still exists oh god it was the did you know what it I, oh I don't know what possessed me to take I wasn't five actually I think he was four I don't know what possessed me to take two very small children on a live breakfast television it, it was the most fuck awful moment of my entire life jack, jack you know so when you go on tv you can see yourself on the monitors and jack could see himself on the monitor and like bless him he's like four he's like seeing himself and so he's got his fingers in his mouth he's like into the cameras evelyn has been up like she she hadn't slept all night we had to be in the studio for like 6 a.m or something she hadn't slept all night i'm trying i'm trying to placater she's kicking off I've got the dummy behind my back I'm thinking if I put the dummy in her mouth I'm gonna get a load of hate of people being oh your baby's gonna have big fuck off awful teeth because you're giving her a dummy and so I was trying not to put the dummy in I'm like trying to stop her from screaming I turn around Jack's just got his feet up on the sofa next to Susanna he's like all right love like just lying down with his hands behind his head and I was just sweating my dad they made my dad come on with me for some reason John's there in his best check in his best checked Marks and Spencer's shirt not helping (laughs) just having a chat oh man awful never been done ever again since it was very good so I I got my blue I got my blue tick for that I didn't buy it babes I I just lost my dignity on live television for it so Jack got me my blue tick (laughs) thank you Jack thank you Jack thank you Jack (laughs) so one of my friends she had a baby this week she had baby number two uh, and she was dead worried because she was going to be having a planned section and she'd never had a section before and um so she came to me and she was like I don't know what to expect I don't know what oh just really worried so I've had three sections now technically all emergency sections uh Nate was meant to be a planned section after the other two were emergency sections um and then because he came early that went to shit um and so he turned out to be another emergency section as well so I've never had the lovely relaxing kind of planned section experience so I was trying to reassure her and I said you know what I believe <laughs> I'm led to believe that they're lovely and it's very different and um, because you had a planned section didn't you two you had two, two of course you did you had two yeah. you know you get your um they give you little instructions don't they before you go in of what you need to do oh, for yeah. the day yeah and you know, one, one of the big no-nos was, well, for, for, for me, I don't know oh. whether it was personalised for me, told me not to shave my bush. Now, right, I was on. planning... I... Hang on. You are told you not to shave your bush? Not to shave my bush. I went, right, so I was like, oh, isn't that, isn't that weird that they've said not to shave your bush? And I mentioned this on Instagram, and I got loads of people who messaged me to say that they'd also been told the same, right, only for them to then turn up on the day with a gigantic bush and for, you know, like the, like the, 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 the operating assistants. room assistants, yeah. right, to, to then pull back the little sheet and go, oh, pass the razor. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh Can you imagine lying there? Just quite mortifying, to be honest. With the scrutinizing, scrutinizing eye of Kevin, the upper room, oh <laughs> the operation, like your assistant, 
so we got told up here in Newcastle, where we're more hygienic, clearly, we got to, I was told that I did have to, <laughs> did have to clean up. But you know what happened? So I really, really vividly remember it was the night, it was the day before, because I knew as well, I'm quite OCD in a sense, but because I knew the date that Kit was arriving, my house has never been so immaculate. It was so immaculate. I hoovered my shower. Like that is the day before. This is the day before I knew I was going in back in 2019. I hoovered my shower. Anyway, then I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go and you know, prepare. So went into the shower, realised I've got a mask. I can't see what I'm doing. So I had to get Jez in to shape, to do the deed. Anyway, my parents were going to come down because they were coming, I don't know, they were coming down the night before. The doorbell rang and I was like, yeah, and Jez is literally like on his knees, like <laughs> with the razor. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, they're early, they're early. How are you going to explain this? Because you can't not finish the job. Oh, it was honestly, it was so more. Anyway, it turned out it was the postman. It was the postman. And it wasn't. Oh, so, so it was he could come good. and finish the job. It, he could finish the job. It was all good. Um, yeah, so when um, when I was pregnant with Evelyn, so she, I decided to have a V-back with her. So, because I'd been mm. so traumatised by my first, because my first emergency one, I got knocked out. I was under a general and I just was just like, oh, I want to have another section. So I decided to have a V-back. And so I had what I thought. So I was running Jack a bath. And Steve gone out with his dad. Um, they'd come up. They lived down south. They'd come up for the weekend. And he just walked out. We lived quite, at the time, we lived about like a five-minute walk from the pub. So they just walked out for a pint. I put Jack in the bath. I bent over to put him into the bath. And I thought my waters had gone, right? <laughs> so I called Steve. And I was like, oh, my God, Steve, you need to come back. My water's gone. So Steve comes running back. And he says, he just got his pint. He came running back into the house. Um, and I'm there again. I'm making him shave my bush for me because it was an absolute state. So he's there again with the Mac 3 getting repetitive strain injury <laughs> in his arm, trying to just hack his way through. Is he on his knees? Get back, Val Beast. Get back. Yeah, yeah. Like a priest. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Like trying to hack through it. So he's done it. We've got to the hospital. So we've got to the hospital. Said bye to said bye to Jet, bye to his mum and dad, made a big so my waters have gone, my water told his mum and dad, my waters have gone, guys. We're up to the hospital. Get to the hospital. They have a little test that they do. There's a little swab that they can do that they can determine whether or not it oh, no. is um whether it's <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> whether <laughs> it's fluid or not. <laughs> test comes back. Guess who just pissed themselves? <laughs> so then, so Steve's looking at me, absolutely fuming that he's missed out on a night at the on pub because on his on his pipe, and we were, we were hours at the hospital as well. Um, because I because I just had a chip pelvic floor because I'd not really bothered doing my uh, my kegels, and then oh. then even worse, I then had to come back to the house where Steve's mum and dad were waiting, like so, and I was like. No, stand down, guys. I just wet my pants. <laughs> this is so awkward. Night, everyone. Off I go. Off. Pissy Nickers McGee. Off to bed. Oh, but do you know what I find incredible? So you had that with Evelyn. And then 
You drove yourself to hospital with Nate, didn't you? Nate? I did with Nate. I did because so, I didn't. I didn't think that I was in labour because he was early, and my kids don't really have. Pre- Jack was two weeks late. Like he was, he was in forever. And um, and Evelyn, she was actually a week early, but I didn't think I'd go three weeks early. And um, and so I was kind of just lying in bed, and it was it'd been going on for hours. And I kept poking Steve; he was asleep. I kept poking him, going, it's, "I've still got, I've still got them. I've timed them, but they're not very regular." And he was saying to me, "We'll call the unit," and I was going, "Well, I don't want to call the." unit because they're going to make me go in and he was like well why are you waking me up bothering me with this if you're not going to do anything about it it's like okay fine so I called the unit and because I was a planned section and I thought I might have been in labor of course they made me go in and so I, I just grabbed a bag and I threw a baby grow in and a one nappy didn't have anything for myself and I just got in the car and the minute this was about three o'clock in the morning as well the minute that I sat in the car and started driving off I think the shift in position of eventually being sat on him I was like, oh no, oh no. Now, fortunately, we only live about 10 minutes away uh, oh from our God. hospital. I might have got there in five, Your Honor. <laughs> oh my God. But I like wheel spun into the car park and I was like, oh my God. I was like leaning against the wall thinking, oh, oh no, oh, oh no, Steve wasn't with me. And then obviously, because I left him with the kids, because I thought, Do you know what, I don't, I don't want to call my mum and dad who lived about 45 minutes away. I didn't want to call them in the dead of night just for me to get to the unit for them to go, you're not in labour, go home and just worry everyone for no reason. Anyway, get into the get into the unit. They've strapped me up onto the machines and they're like, well, you are contracting, but you're only one centimetre. So we're just going to just see how we go. You're not going home, basically, is what they said, but we're not, we're not going to panic. And I was like, okay, fine. They went off. 10 minutes later, a doctor came running in with, with a midwife and they were like, because they could see in the, you know, in the nurse's station, they can see all the stuff that you can oh, can they? And oh. I, yeah so so they'd suddenly see my control my contractions because they'd give me all the painkillers by this point as well so we're taking the edge off but they suddenly saw my contractions going absolutely bonkers the doctor came running in she just put her hand on my stomach and went we need to get the baby out in half an hour I was like oh my god so I was like I can't just like you can't my husband's not here so I'm calling Steve trying to get him to come in he's like wah, wah, at home just that I still he just he's gone back to sleep he just left me for dead, gone back to sleep, having a lovely snooze on his own without me. I had to call my parents in Liverpool. My dad answered. And I just, so I tried to, bloody John. What time I was tried this? to explain the situation. So at this point now, we're probably like maybe about five o'clock in the morning or something. So I've woken him up. And do you know what he said to me? So I've, tried, I've explained my situation. I was like, don't panic, dad, right? I am in hospital. I am in labour. Don't worry, everything's fine. But you need to get yourself over to ours so Steve can come to me. You know what he said to me? He went, bloody hell, Sophie. Like I'd really inconvenienced him. He went, you're never early for anything. And I was like, right, okay, okay, fine. We will discuss the irony of this at a later date. Get your ass out of bed. Get yourself over to my house. It was very stressful. And then anyway, yeah. And then he was, then he was born quite soon after, quite soon after that. I've just had a little look because I remember the messages you sent me, right? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the messages. So... We'd gone to bed. You were messaging me at like 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. And you were messaging me. I think at that point, I thought I had Braxton Hicks, I think. No, no, at this point, nothing had happened. So at this point, you were saying about, we were talking about your book, because you were writing your book at the time. And we were talking about the the characters' names, and we were you were trying to decide the names of your characters. And then, so at 3.25am, I get a message, oh, babes, think I might be in early labour. The monkey with his hands over his eye face, and then the eek, like the... the, 
the tuition you had that on that one and then then, four minutes later been contracting since 10 30 ish so you must have started contracting just as i'd gone to sleep and you'd message and i yeah we'd finish right so been contracting since 10 30 ish feels more like braxton hicks ranging from about six minutes apart to two all over the shop but painful the book isn't finished because you're on deadline for your book, <laughs> weren't you? And then Priorities. So at 4.29, yeah, 4.29 at hospital on my own, I realise you are asleep. FYI for the morning. <laughs> That's what you said. And then... When you wake up, I'm in labour. And then at 5.44, keeping me in. I'm one centimetre dilated. Labour within a couple of days, so looks like they're bringing the section forward. Then 5.46, just had a swab shoved up my ass. Not ideal after constipation. <laughs> <laughs> right? So this was at quarter to six. Then 6.17, shit babe, they want to do section within an hour. Oh my God, I am not prepared for this. So then I woke at half seven and I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Oh my What's God. Happening? And then you're like, fucking drama, Lou, section ASAP. Just wait. And then it was, and then, oh my God, I literally, I've never woken up to anything like it. I, you know, when you like look to see, switch your alarm off and then I see like, this week, I'm like, oh, what's, what's, she, what's she decided to call the bastards? Let's have a look. And then I just remember just sitting up and I was pregnant at the time, but I remember just being like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah yeah so oh god bless you oh my god that that swab that swab up the arse so our, our, our hospital was doing a trial for um oh what is it the uh there's a infection is that, that you can that you can carry oh my gosh i can't even think what it's called now no it's, not, it's a strep isn't it strep it's one of the streps oh, that oh, strep. that you can strep. carry yeah yeah, I just want to say strep B, and um, and so they were they were doing a trial where they would do an instant test. So if you were looking like you were going to have a vaginal delivery, which potentially I might have if I if I just suddenly erupted in labour, they yeah. yeah, and they can test it there. But I've been so constipated during these last like few days, and I was like, I just I'd been at all all the tricky poos. Like I nearly slipped a disc doing during the tricky poos, and she put the swab like up my bum. And I, she, I swear she just dislodged something <laughs> while she was in there. And I saw her just really quickly detract it away so I couldn't see the end of it. And then, <laughs> and then, just, like, and then just take it away. And I was like, oh, my God, there's going to be pill. that Like, there was probably, like, a big, like, log on the, on the end of it. And she feels so bad for me that she doesn't want me to, she doesn't want me to see. The, 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 yeah. And, and, she, and then I had to lie there going, oh, no. Oh, oh no! Like I just then had to live in the real social awkwardness of her just like scraping it out. Oh, thanks, thanks for bringing back that horror that I just I just put at the back of my mind that I completely forgot all about. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So now it is time for quite possibly my favorite segment of the podcast. It is time for Urban Dictionary Corner. I feel that needs a jingle. I feel it needs its own. Maybe I'm going to work on that. Luce, right, what you got for me this week? Okay, so this one so random and um, it's a hot richard <laughs> uh is is it judy's husband because we all love a, we all love a hot richard <laughs> yes please a hot richard okay so richard can be shortened to dick can't it mm-hmm. so a hot dick a hot dick is it like a dick that's got swag. Do you know what I mean? It's got really <laughs> swag. <laughs> it's sitting there in like a cash suit without a tie. Just looking really hot. Just just looking like effortlessly Oh my chic. goodness. Oh, like effortlessly chic, but Love like that. circumcised as well. So he's not got oh. a hood. He's just oh. he's just lying there, just like oh. about to chat some serious like shit about books it's read and <laughs> is it somebody who has oh 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 i know it is a furious hand job like you know like a hand job you give when you don't know what you're doing like, like almost <laughs> like a, like a chinese burn yes exactly that that's why you you're 16 it. you're 16 you just think like the harder you shake it like the the better it is. God. Oh, God. and there's all the all the friction burns going on. Like you could light a campfire at Boy Scouts with that the might even be a, that you've got a little going bit on. Of a snap of a banjo string there. The, oh, the twang! Oh, the banjo has the banjo has gone. There is a whole scene. There is crying. There's maybe a trip to A and E. There's you going. Oh, it wasn't my fault. It's not my fault if it wasn't properly attached. Why only hold it on with one piece of string? It makes no sense. Is that what a hot wretched is? A hot wretched. It's not. But that's really a- quite a good, good, good guess. Oh, okay. Go on. I was wondering what I, I thought. Just thought it sounded really random. The fact it was hot Richard, but now that you've said short and Richard, it becomes Dick. This makes sense. So you've almost, oh, you've almost, I've almost got it. it. You've decoded it. So it's 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 actually, it's when a man and a woman are spooning and the woman starts on his willy. <laughs> so it makes it feel... <laughs> so it makes it feel really warm and cosy. So, you know, I love... <laughs> oh, that's what I'm going to do. Steve, tonight, I feel he's going to think he's also going to feel really warm and cosy. After after I've guffed on his willy, he's going to wrap his arms around me and go, I feel so warm inside and outside. I think that's exactly what he's going to say to me. And then he's going to serve me the divorce papers pretty soon after. You know though how I, I really you know how I really like that explanation. It's like the the examples. This is it. And um, while spooning on the couch and waiting for ham to cook in my portable microwave, my wife gave me a hot Richard. 
Oh, sorry. Can we just can we also circle back to he was waiting for his ham to cook in the microwave? Did you in say the microwave? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, what is he, like, uh, hang on, we need to we need to dive a little deeper into the situation. What is he just, what, what, are, are all, what, what's a portable microwave? Like, are, are all microwaves portable? You can just pick them up and move them around because they've got a plug. Or why does one cook ham in a microwave? I, I, I don't know, babes. I don't know. Who I like microwaves? I like the fact that this is the thing that you're really focused on. I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned about the ham in the microwave. It's going to be tough as fuck if you put that in the microwave. No, if you're cooking a ham, all right, you need to get that on a nice slow boil. First, if it's a nice joint, uh, Nigella has a lovely Nigella has a lovely recipe with um, with Coca Cola. Get the cook it in Coca Cola for about an hour and then finish it off with a nice glaze in the oven. Don't be cooking no ham in no microwave, fool. And then farting on your husband's willy. Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. Also, has he got it in the room with him if it's portable? Like, in which case, is he lying there thinking, is the smell my wife or is it my ham? (laughs) Oh my God, why does my... Or is it my wife's ham? Is it my wife's ham? (laughs) (laughs) Smells a bit hammy in here. It's like when the dog farts. A lot of Urban Dictionary, from from my recent studying, a lot of Urban Dictionaries are um, submitted by, I would say, um, jocks. Weird men who live in trailers. No, jocks from university, I would say. There are a lot of, like, sort of jockey kind of alphabet grammar you know like like in the in the i i i don't so do you know no i'm gonna i'm gonna beg to differ on that i don't think no jock is cooking his ham in his portable microwave while letting women fart on his penis i don't think that that's the thing i'm thinking it is a man who is 60 right he's he's not washed he's not washed in a while i'm just i'm stereotyping he's got his portable microwave on his bedside table with his ham in in his caravan and in his caravan somewhere. Mm. That's that's mm. where I'm going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a body. He's got a body in the fridge. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! He has. And he's got man. a ham in his microwave. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's a hot Richard. That's a hot Richard. Boom. Oh, Steve's in for a treat tonight. <laughs> Steve, get the honey roast. I'm coming for you. <laughs> So now it's time for a little bit of parenting tales. Luce, what have you got for us this week? Okay, I'm going to call this one the pond. <laughs> the pond. The pond. Love yeah, it. Okay. okay. So, um, hi, Sophie. Hi. I'm so happy to hear you doing a podcast. Something to look forward to on my mundane commute home from work on a Thursday. Oh, you're welcome, babe. I have a classic. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I have a classic how not to parent lesson. You ready for it? Yeah. Don't attach your dog leg to your buggy clip and throw bread for the duck. (laughs) Yes, I did this. And of course, our one-year-old chocolate Labrador sprung off faster than a bullet over the bread, toppling the buggy uh, over with baby number one in. Luckily, I had strapped her in and the ring cover was on. So she was unscathed, but nevertheless, not my finest moment. Into, into the water. Well, 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 the dog went in. No. Can you imagine if you saw that? Oh, no. When was this and what geographical location? I'm going to have to have a look. This surely made BBC News. Surely. That's from Nicola Gunn, now parent of two children who have so far survived to the age of 13 and 11 with all fingers and Oh, okay. So, right. That, so that, that's all right. Thank you, Nicola. Thank you. Glad everyone survived. <laughs> 
No, don't. So I have a real, so in our old house, we used to live by a canal. We literally, we used to walk out the front door, down a little alleyway and we were on the canal. And so when the kids were, the big kids were quite little, that was quite often, that was just our activity. We went to just go and feed the ducks. But I used to have a real irrational fear that that would happen because I did used to attach Millie to the pram and, and beagles being beagles, they go with their noses constantly and she would be forever pulling. And so that was my big thing. And I was thinking, and I was thinking, if that happened, like, well, I, I would probably have to go in after. I would have to go in after and get them. But again, I live in fear of what lurks in the bottom of, oh of canals, oh dead people, and and just decapitated squirrels, and it's just all going on in a canal. <laughs> obviously, I wouldn't want my child to drown, but I obviously wouldn't want to get tetanus as well. So it would be a real conundrum on my part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a parenting that- tale and a parenting fail. Key learnings, yeah. I feel. Key learnings yeah. to take away from, from that yeah, one. But it is definitely. hard, you know, walking a dog with a pram. You don't have a dog, do you? And it is like, it, it, it is an issue. It's a massive issue. I used to try and tie Millie around my waist uh, until she went for something and nearly cut me in half. I think it was a rabbit. And she just, because I had to tie her around my waist and I was just like, <laughs> like you know, Kim oh, Kardashian style, like waist trainers. That's what I am yeah. with a beagle, just squeeze, <laughs> squeezing my stomach up out of my esophagus oh wearing a 12th century corset yeah it's hard it's hard man it's very hard so I mean I see why she did it I see why she did it that's proper dog dog parenting woe that is (laughs) along with if you've ever had to um walk the dog and you then put your baby in a baby carrier and you've got to bend down to pick up the poo that's a massive issue because you find yourself you get yourself down into squat position then you can get yourself back out of it you've got the baby oh. weight you've got the poo in your hand you're at the side of a road it is a whole ordeal talking of poo i've actually got a quick funny story before we finish um so we're staying with my, my with my friend in london and uh we we're upstairs and we've got like a little ensuite so last night i was putting the both the boys to bed Um i'm trying to get both to sleep kit is then like lying in his bed but it's like mommy i need a wee he just he loved the ensuite it's like novelty so anyway so how how rich are your friends in london that not only they actually live in they have an ensuite what they're they're proper grown-ups i know they're proper Um, yeah so so anyway so we've got this ensuite and um recently uh kit has started and this is for the boy moms out there um doing stand-up wees now this is this is new territory for me it's yeah it's usually something that daddy does with them but over the past couple of weeks, he's been very persistent that he's like, no, mommy, I'm doing a stand-up wee. And I'm like, okay, okay, let's do this. So he goes in and he does a stand-up wee and the door's open and I'm trying to get both to sleep in his little car. So he, t- so he does a stand-up wee and then he turns around and he's like fully naked, frontal, like with his back to the toilet. And he had this really weird look on his face. And I was like, you all right? What's wrong? And he was like, yeah, I'm doing a stand-up <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no, no. Oh no! Did you have? Did you have to catch it? Oh, you caught, you caught it, not hit. Yeah, Wha- no, yeah. whacked him on on the loose seat. But yeah, his face. I was like, right. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's 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 another a way of it's another way of getting things out of your body. So why would you not do it standing up if you could do one? You know. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, that that makes sense. It, oh, oh, bless him. Yeah, um, no, I did once. I did once catch a poo. <laughs> I caught a poo oh, uh, in in my hands, uh, like I was an American <laughs> baseball player. Just, just, just 
Stop, Stop it. The boo. Stop it. Uh, we were in centre parks in the um, tropical swimming area. And um, I'm not going to say which one of my children it was, because I I don't want to embarrass them horribly, but it was one of them and it wasn't Nate. Um, And and there was very short warning and I just saw the bulge of it beginning to appear. And then there was a a little push and the whole thing came out. And I swear, I just slow-mo just was like, no, across the swimming pool. What did you in my head? then had to run with it like it was a grenade before anybody saw me and we had the whole of center box shut down because my child had contaminated the wave pool with a big log not from the forest that was outside it was sophie mccartney she shut down center parks (laughs) never went back to center parks ever again there's probably a picture of me somewhere on a wall so, uh, yeah, shitty fingers, Wanted. Magoo. Don't let air back in. <laughs> so that's it for another episode of the Tad and Tested podcast with me, Sophie McCartney, and of course, the wonderful Lucy with the Fringe. Thanks, Lucy with the Fringe. Thanks, Soph. Um, by the way, how are you feeling about this time next week? It will be your first show, well, first proper show of the tour. Oh my gosh, don't. Um, like, I could lose my poo in the middle of Centre Parks, <laughs> but, but nobody's there to catch it. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm dead excited. I'm dead excited um, because we've been talking about it for ages and I kind of can't believe I actually haven't officially started the tour. Like, all the shows that I've done before, they were all my warmer ones. Um, so the fact that this is actually the proper start mm. of it now is just mad. So, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I need to probably have a little look at my script because I've had, the, I've had the summer holidays off. I'm, not, I'm just going to walk on stage and go, hi, guys, and then I'm not going to remember what I'm going to say, so I'm going to have to tap dance for an hour and 15 minutes and it's going to get really awkward for everybody, um, although I'm an excellent tap dancer. <laughs> I would buy tickets for that. I would buy tickets for that. So, yeah, there are, I believe, some tickets left for certain venues. If anybody wants to come see me, have a little look on uh, livenation.co.uk. And that is it then. Okay, so if you have a parenting fail or tale that you want to send in, share with the group, lighten the load, please do send that in to Lucy. What's the email address? Because I can never remember it. It is tiredandtested at acast.com. That's the one. And we will see you next week for another episode. Hit the jingle. It's the Tired and Tested podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and knits a snack, bitch, when I'm dead. I'm realising that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.